It's time for Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. John Dickinson, Daryl LeGuru Johnson with you following the Warriors. A thrilling win tonight at Oracle Arena, 116-110. The final as the Dubs get it done over the Orlando Magic, 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570 if you want to weigh on in on this one. Guru, the Warriors started this homestand. They were in a little bit of disarray, but they wind up finishing it strong. They win the last three games before they head out on the road. But the story tonight, Kevin Durant, 49 points, Nine assists, six boards, two blocks, two steals, 16 for 33 from the floor. And the play that ignited it all tonight, his chase down block of Evan Fournier at the 535 mark of the third quarter. I thought it was LeBron James, J.D. It was 76-58 at that point. He had 26 of the 58 Warrior points. 76-58 at that point. The Warriors go on to outscore the Magic 58-34 in the final 17 minutes and 35 seconds of the game. They win it by six. He was simply spectacular. He was marvelous. And this is off of the Sacramento game where he was also spectacular. Uh, You want to go mindset and mental place. Wherever Kevin Durant is right now, it's a great place, KD. uh, JD, and you're going to call me overzealous with this assessment but he has to have put himself in the MVP race I know that's not what we're talking about now but when you see back-to-back performances from Kevin Durant which we've seen that equate in wins I'm sorry who can do it better well and it's three consecutive tremendous games for Kevin Durant if you look at his game against Portland the 32 points uh, against Sacramento it was 42 13 and 7 he had a couple of blocks in that game 13 of 26 Hit 16 of 17 from the free throw line. The free throws a big part in his 49-point effort tonight. 13 for 13 from the free throw line for Kevin Durant. He didn't miss a free throw. He didn't. I mean, the fatigue. I just marvel at the the endurance. 13 of 13. And look, he he helped turn a loss into a win tonight, bottom line. Because we're not talking about MVPs or any of that if you're losing at home to the Orlando Magic at the end of a a homestand with five games uh, on the road. Tonight really made the homestand for the Warriors, their ability to come back and really kind of put everything that was going on as far as the drama with Durant, with Draymond Green, put it, right. put it behind him. And, right. and you know, we talked because we did the show the night before Thanksgiving to, to start this homestand, and the conversation on that night was Durant spoke at shoot-around that day. Durant spoke to Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports the, the day before. Found out he got fined. And it was like a breath of fresh air. It was like a weight had been lifted if you were listening to him speak to the reporters that day. Uh, then he goes out and they get run out of against Oklahoma City. It didn't look pretty, but if you look at the next couple of games, Kevin Durant played like the weight had been lifted and it helped lead the Warriors to wins that can that can get them back going in the right direction. Yeah, JD, and he was Batman tonight, but I can't forget about Clay Clay Thompson. He was a flamethrower. Clay kept him in. And JD, would you be at all surprised? And I know you know this, but I don't know if the fans do. There was not another Warrior player in double digits, but I didn't mind it. They got help everywhere else. Looney was great. Just on the defensive end, trying, you know, 
to withstand and maintain uh, what the Magic were throwing at them. But when you look at 49 and 29, respectively, from Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, I'm okay with that, especially when it results in a win. Well, you have to be okay with it because the reality right now for the Warriors is it's those two guys, and there isn't a whole heck of a lot there in terms of guys that Is that good or bad? It it doesn't matter if it's good the or bad. Steph and Dre, are it's, the, and, it's and what they have. It's what they have right now. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. When you, you have to play with who you've got on that given night, and the way the Warriors have had to play these last handful of games, you got to have Durant taking thirty three shots. You got to have Clay Thompson taking twenty three shots. You don't have a choice. And I think those two players individually realize that going back to, let's say, Friday night against Portland, and they've been letting it fly because this team right now is better off with those two just being the guys, just going, you know, YOLO and just taking shots. Uh, And you look at it, I mean, 33 from Durant is better than 23 from Durant if the other 10 are going to be Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala, Jordan Bell, you know, Quinn Cook. Now, you know, we're always honest with each other, J.D. Was there a, a juncture in this game where you thought Orlando had won this ball game? Because I did a few times. I was just like, the Warriors don't have the firepower required. Orlando's rolling. We talked about, uh, you, you know, some of their deep threats. And they showed up tonight and had a good game. And I actually feel bad that I thought the Warriors didn't have enough. And they come back and win the game by six points. I didn't think I didn't think the Warriors would have enough tonight. They looked dead in the water to me. They looked dead in the water and they weren't making shots. KD started two the, of eight with Gordon on him who the, went out. The energy tonight wasn't the same that it was mm-hmm. against Sacramento. Wasn't the same as it was against Portland, and they weren't making shots uh, for a good portion of the game. And Clay Thompson, he winds up eleven to twenty three for the game, but it was the seven of ten in the 19-point fourth quarter, including 5 of 7 from 3. That that kind of salvaged his night, yeah, no if doubt. you will. 5 of 7 from 3 after being 1 of 5 going into the fourth quarter. He ends up with 10 points going into the frame, 19 in the quarter. He went off, and he hit some big shots because we mentioned you know, the game changed on the Durant block. He blocks the shot of Evan Fournier, 538 mark of the third quarter. But Orlando answered. Orlando had answers. They hit shots and put the lead back up to, to 10. If the Warriors it got down to 12, it went back up you know, close to 18. The Warriors kept coming, and when they kept coming in the fourth quarter, a lot of it was Clay Thompson hitting big three after big three. Yeah, and you let me know if I'm sounding simple. It sounds like until the Warriors get their reinforcement back with Draymond and Steph Curry that they found some formula, J.D., of how to play when they're out. Yeah. And that formula, f- some will say obvious, is we need volume shots from Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson. Is that what you had seen in prior losses? Because I like this now, the the the, the, the Jordan Pippen type of mentality to where you know where it's coming from. Nobody's offended on the war. You know, everybody gets in line, and these two led again tonight. I think they figured out the fact that those two players need to be the dominant forces on offense, that you can't play the same way that you play when you have four job. future Hall of Famers. It's not an easy task. And I think baby. losing is what – keyed that losing I mean they they were getting it handed to them they beat the Atlanta Hawks and then they go on the road and they lose in Houston get blown out they lose a game that they probably feel they should have won in Dallas they lose to San Antonio after a huge comeback but you look at it you lose to Oklahoma City in this building uh, a week you know the night before Thanksgiving and I think at some point enough is enough (laughs) enough is enough 
and you say you got to play harder, number one, and then you have to figure out how you're going to play offensively, and I think that is ride or die with the headliners, and that means th- 33 shots from Durant. That means 23 shots from Clay Thompson. And if those guys aren't making shots and you lose, you just go down that way. Yeah, and we're going to – I'm curious to find out what this and the rest in these upcoming days will do for the Warriors when they have that TNT showdown against Toronto. You know, some say, you know, an NBA Finals candidate in the Eastern Conference. I want to see if this formula will work, J.D., because they have nothing else but – Clay and KD, and if those guys are on, I, I, I want I got my popcorn ready. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. It's Warriors wrap up. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson. Warriors win it, one sixteen one ten over the Orlando Magic as they turn around an eighteen point deficit to win by six at Oracle tonight. Let's uh, hear from the fans brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. We start on the phone lines with Gary in Walnut Creek. Gary, you're up first here on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, your show when you're on, John. Love it. Um, Appreciate it. Listen, I got a question for you. I just can't get into quick. He's too slow. Augustine is an 11-year journeyman, I think. And he ran circles around him. And it's just he can't play D. He can only hit a wide open shot. He dribbles way too much. They've got to make, even though with our, our stars back, we need a, 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 I don't think he'll play when the chips are down, but I still think we can need to pick up a point guard if we can work it out with the money thing for the second half of the season. It just, um, he does nothing for me. Nothing the, for me. The one good thing, Gary. That's a little strong. And, and thanks for the call. The one good thing about the Warriors is they do have an open roster spot because Patrick McCaw isn't here. So they have some flexibility in the buyout market. You going with uh, Steiny on me, Jody are, Meeks? If play, nah, Jody Meeks he doesn't seem that. to fit. He doesn't seem to fit. But the Warriors are in a position where they can they can wait until they absolutely need to have somebody or until the it's a player that they absolutely believe they have to have or really want. Uh, so was, Gary was a little strong on Quinn Cook. You yes. look at the plus minus. There I, were I a lot of that. players worse than Quinn Cook, who wasn't even a minus tonight, plus three. But you know what you get with Quinn Cook, and to me, it's offense. Tonight he was three of ten. He was not on JD. But I never watch a game and say this is you know Quinn Cook is Gary Payton. He's getting more playing time because your best player is out. Quinn Cook is a guy that can score the basketball. Other than that, I mean, he's a guy you I'm don't. You. He's a guy you don't trust defensively, and and I think you saw I- exactly his value toward the end of last season when when he was forced to play when Stephen Curry was out and other players were out. They needed the offense. They need the infusion of somebody that can put the ball in the hoop, and that's what he does. Once you get to the playoffs, however, you want you to get exploited. You want to be more buttoned up, and the one thing that that teams do in the playoffs is they look at weaknesses in particular weaknesses in terms of guys that can't defend or can't score. Those are the two things you don't want. You don't want to have a player on the floor that that can't defend at all, even if he does other things, and you don't want a player on the floor in the playoffs that that can't score, even if he does other things. Those things will get you absolutely crushed in the playoffs because teams just attack, 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 attack. They've got all the film. They know all your weaknesses, and it's that best of seven – format to it where they just hit you hit you hit you hit you until you make a change that's why you saw Quinn Cook 
He goes and his to the time bench. Might be coming, not to be negative, but his time, his minutes, minute usage may be going down drastically. Well, yeah, he wasn't Watch hardly playing at all back. when exactly. everybody was playing. I mean, Alfonso McKinney essentially was playing. And JD, one more thing about Kevin Durant. It was the second most shots he's had in a Warrior uniform. I believe it was the at Minnesota uh, this year, March. Uh, the Kevin Durant took 30 shots, but 33 tonight. And to make every free throw, just from a a stamina standpoint, I'm mar- I may watch the game again, get a life, but that that's where I'm at. 888-957-9570. Dre in Oakland is up next here on 95.7 The Game. Dre, you are on Warriors Wrap-Up with J.D. and Guru. What's going on, fellas? Hey, What's up, you know what? I hate to be the uh... – negative Nancy tonight, but I, I, I just have to be honest. I don't like it. I don't like the style. I, I, I mean, we'll take the W, but I think great coaches in the league will shut that down. I don't like the volume shots. I don't like the ball not moving. I mean, there were so many possessions where one person touched the ball. Uh, that's the, the shots just happened to drop. I mean, there's so many. We we get, we were getting killed. We were getting. But what are your options? What are your options? Well, I, I mean, I, I see what you're saying when you say what are your options. But I mean, I think you can move the ball. I think, I think if you try to stick to that, a good coach is going to shut that down. So I mean, ultimately, I guess I'm saying I miss Curry. Ultimately, I guess I'm saying you know we've been a little spoiled with the style of play. I don't love it. I'll take the W, but I just don't love it. Thanks for the call, Dre. Look, to me, the love bottom Dre. the bottom line is this: this is not your real team. You have to. You don't have Stephen Curry. You don't have Draymond Green. You can't play the same way and expect to win. That's the bottom line, and I think that's something that and the Dre Warriors needs to keep that in mind. That's what the Warriors realized because they weren't winning any games. They weren't beating anyone. They were barely beating the Hawks. And they know what style they're playing. It may not be pleasing. It's two two on five at times from an offensive standpoint. But this will end soon. What is about this two shall pass. And Dre and Steph are coming back, John Dickinson. To me, that's the question. The question is, do you want to lose just about every game playing, hey, share the ball and Quinn Cook take not your me. shots? Not and, me. And Sean Livingston and Jarebko, everybody, uh, whoever's open, take your me. shots? We've seen it. And they or, got do you want to regroup as a team and say, we still have two all-stars. There we go. Put the ball in their hands. I like let that. them shoot it. Everybody else fall in line around that and play hard. Play defense. Rebound. Make more hustle plays. Because to me, that's been that's been what's changed the last three games. And look, the Warriors could have easily got beat tonight. They could have lost I to Sacramento. It it's not like this is some you know cure all, but it's a it's a means to an end. It's a way to get through this stretch. You, you know, the Warriors had gotten to a point where I mean they were twelve and seven going into the game on Friday. I the, didn't like it. The war I mean twelve and seven, I don't care how many guys are out. You look at the Warriors record on Thanksgiving and it's twelve and seven. That cause for that, concern. That looks underwhelming. Yeah. I don't think it's cause, necessarily cause for concern, but it looks underwhelming. You just look at the standings and you see the Warriors are 12 and 7 and you go, "You know what? That doesn't look right." 15 and 7, that looks a little better. 15 and 7 is 58 wins. Let me tell you, so, you something know, 12 else and 7 is right. like 52 wins. The Magic shot 47% from 3 and lost. That doesn't happen much. That does not happen much, and that's a, a testament to the Warriors and how they didn't just shrivel up when they got down. 
That was a long roll uh, haul to uh, walk down the magic, and they did it. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com. It's John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're with you following the Warriors. 116-110 comeback win over the Orlando Magic, led by Kevin Durant. 49 points, 9 assists, 6 boards, 2 blocks, 2 steals, 16 for 33, 13 for 13 from the line. Clay Thompson, oh, by the way, 29 points for him, 19 of those in the fourth quarter. Wow. And the play of the game was Kevin Durant chasing down Evan Fournier with 535 to go in the third quarter. It seemed like an inconsequential play at the time, but that that lit the Warriors up. That lit the building up. There was a different energy from that point in the game uh, in the building. And the Warriors started to trim the lead a little bit, and the fans got into the game. And I think it the fans Warriors were awesome tonight. The, the Warriors pushed through, and they kept coming, and they kept coming because of Durant. But the game flipped. The Warriors had 58 points, 58 points, Guru, at that juncture of the KD game. He had 26 of them. They finished in the final 17 and a half minutes. With 58 points, and if you're that's phenomenal. And if you're an offensive guy, you look and say, "Hey, only two guys scored in double digits," but these guys, the bench, the rest of the starters, defensively, it was tight. JD Orlando shot 33 percent in the third quarter and 36 in the fourth quarter, and the reason was the suffocating team defense that the Warriors put on display. So when you look at the box score, it is Katie and Clay, but defensively, this was a team win. They got after it. No, they absolutely did. They they hustled. They, they were one on around. one with Vujacic. It, I mean, now come on. The, 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 you mentioned other guys that, that played well. Kavon Looney was, was a guy that played well tonight. Plus seventeen. What did Looney play? Twenty minutes. That's He's a big. plus seventeen. He's their best big. Without Demarcus Cousins in the fold, he is their best big. Now situations dictate that he's going to come off the bench. He's not going to be a starter. That's okay. He's still going to play that twenty to twenty-four minutes. But he was. He's always on the floor when the Warriors, good things are happening. And when Cousins does come back, you don't think Looney's – No, Looney's still going to play. Looney's plan is there. Cousins is – when Cousins comes back, Looney's still going to get his time. Damian Jones and Jordan Bell, maybe It'll not – It'll be interesting to maybe see. Maybe not so much. Yeah. It's going to be more sporadic. What did you make of Jordan Bell tonight? One good. He caught, but he but he'll have the you know the dunk in the, in the block. The he flash always plays. has a flash play, and, but he he wasn't good tonight. He wasn't good tonight. Damian Minus Jones. Six. James, Damian Jones was okay. You know he just he didn't. I don't think Damian Jones was was terrible. Uh, Jordan Bell wasn't great, but Damian Lee six shot. He's not bashful. He's I'll definitely give the young not man that. He, he is not bashful. He is not bashful. He did have one of the the worst turnovers what, I've what, seen. What, what, what happened there, Jake? Uh, how, to, how did you compute it? But it happens. Right. Uh, and, and again, I mean, Damian Lee, we talk about guys that, that aren't going to be playing as much when the Warriors are at full strength. I mean, Damian Lee's going to be a guy that's going to be playing mostly with Santa Cruz uh, at that particular point in time. We are going to hear from Kevin Durant coming up as Durant scores 49, the most that he's had since his 50 against Portland uh, right before the All-Star break on Valentine's Day in Portland. That was the final game before the All-Star break uh, in 
February up north, a game that the Warriors wound up losing. Uh, and the, the old joke was the Warriors can't win when Durant scores 40. Oh, well, wow. Well, it goes to show you that small sample size was probably in play. The Warriors were 0-4 last year. When Kevin Durant scored at least 40, they're now 3-0 and when Kevin Durant scores 40. This year, I, I think it might be a little different. It, it depends on – The team needed every point. They needed every point right. tonight. And, again, to me, it's it's more about finding a way to get a win with what you've got against some teams on your home floor that you should be able to figure out a way to beat. And I think Orlando and Sacramento, for sure, are two teams where it's not – out of the question to think that you need to get those wins even with the two All-Stars. 888-957-9570. We'll hear from Kevin Durant. More of your phone calls as well. It's Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Livingston finds Thompson. He'll curl. He'll fire right side. Good with a three ball. Thompson for the Warriors down six. Gets a drag screen from Durebko. Has daylight. Fires a downtown shot. It's good. Another three ball for Clay Thompson. Thompson turns, launches. Three ball. Clay Thompson. Ross was right there, but Clay released it so quickly he didn't even have time to get a hand up. Ball to Clay Thompson. Curls, fires, hits a three. Durant on the right side to Clay. He'll fade. He'll fire. Three ball ties the game. Now back to Warriors wrap up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Daryl LeGuru Johnson. Warriors win at 116-110 over the Magic. Clay Thompson wound up being a big night for Clay. 29 points, 5 of 7 from 3. You hear all five of them right there in the fourth quarter as he turned what was a kind of a shaky shooting night into a, a pretty darn good Ended one. Ended up 6 of 12. Ended up 6 of 12 after being 1 for 5 going to the fourth quarter. The 5 of 7 helped the Warriors along with Kevin Durant in his 49-point night come from 18 down to beat the Orlando Magic 116 to 110. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Now, we're all giddy and rightfully so. But I need you to help me, J.D. Andre Iguodala played another 28 minutes and put up one shot. That's not enough. And is it wrong of me in this win to want more volume from Andre in regard to shot attempts? One. I don't think it matters. I think right now Andre doesn't have confidence in himself as an offensive player. Is that what, as is far that what as you scoring. think it stems from? I mean, I just – look, I don't think like, – <laughs> Again, would you rather have Iguodala shoot six times and go one for six and maybe Kevin Durant shoot five or six less times? The answer for me to that question is no. Like, I don't look at the box score and go, well, he only had one. I want that to be five. And Looney only had two, and I want that to be four. And You're too good, you know, though. I, I don't, don't want to do that. He should have a feel for the game. And at some juncture, this is coming to an end. Steph and Dre will be back, and we won't need Andre as a volume shooter I just but think man, there's other things he does. Around you. Well, he's read reading the, the room. room. I think he is reading the room, Guru. I think he's reading the room, and he's saying Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson are two all-star scorers. They need to be well, taking shots. they were shots. down 18 at one point. Yeah, they were. They were down 18 because Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant weren't making shots for a good portion of the game, and the energy was bad. They weren't down 18 because Iguodala wouldn't shoot. 
mean, that's, uh, you know, that I just I, I can't go with you on that one. And, and I think, you know, Iguodala doesn't want to get too out of character for the times when he's going to be on the floor when everybody else is back in the fold. 888-957-9570. We heard the five three-pointers from Clay Thompson in the fourth quarter. Let's now hear from Clay Thompson. He was asked if him and Kevin Durant felt the need to take over the game late. Well, it was obviously a very ugly first half, but in that second half and at halftime, I think Coach just preached energy and effort. Don't matter about missing shots. I think missed shots affected us too much in that first half, but um, I'm proud of the way we fought on the defensive end of the second half. That's what really turned it up, and we were just attack in attack mode. And when we play like that, you know, sky's the limit for us. You had 19 points in the fourth quarter. You know, how did you find your attack mode, and, and what role did you want to play in this comeback? I think Kevin said it once: just empty the clip. Like um, at the end of the day, you're gonna make and miss shots, and you know, and uh, you just gotta keep shooting, be aggressive on your shot. And in that fourth, I was just, you know, aggressive to get good looks, and I got some. You see a couple go in, and then you, know, you feel like you can hit everything. Clay, you got the deficit down to four points at the end of the third quarter. Could you sense personally that the fourth quarter was yours for take, were yours for the taking, and you personally to get going on there? I think so. It really helps what our crowd gave us tonight. The energy was great. You know, we cut it to ten, and they were excited. And uh, whenever we can feed off the energy, it's great. And yeah, like you said, we cut it to four, and that's within striking distance of being, you know, hitting two threes, being up two, and taking the momentum back and. Uh, we had to fight to the end to beat this team. Then you know they're well coached and they've been playing well. They came off a big win yesterday, and we try to prevent them from going back to back. Clay, as you watch <clears throat> Kevin the last few games, what do you think has him in the rhythm he's in right now? Well, I mean, he can get any, he can get a good shot and a good look anytime he wants. He's so talented. He's so tall and agile, and his ability to score is unmatched in the world. So. Um, when he's aggressive, we're at our best. He's making quick decisions. That's when we're at our best as well, and he's been leading us. And obviously we're shorthanded, but Kevin's taken it upon him to treat these games like it's his, like it's his last. And he plays with so much effort and energy that, you know, you wouldn't think you'd see how it's such a superstar. And it's November, and he plays like it's game five of the finals. That's how much he cares, and it's really driven us to go on this little win streak. Clay, how would you describe what you and KD are finding right now as an offensive tandem, you know, when your team needs you? Well, obviously it hurts when 30 points throughout the lineup and a ton of playmaking and Steph and Draymond. Um, so me and Kev got to take it upon us to lead this team as far as just effort, energy, communication. Then uh, shots will come. I mean, we took, what's that? I don't even want to do the math. Uh, 56 combined tonight, so. We just got to be patient and hunt for great shots, and I think we did that toward the end of the game. Clay, how, how tough was it to deal with Terrence Ross tonight? You ended up with 28 on a 9 of 15 from the field. Yeah. Every time you guys seemed to make a little bit of a push, he had an answer. Yeah, he had it going. He had it going yesterday and it going tonight. And um, I, he's had a 50-point game in this league, so can't sleep on him. I thought we did a better job of corralling him toward the end of the game. And um, yeah. Clay, how's Steph's demeanor been during this whole time with uh, you know, doing his rehab work and, and trying to get back on the court? He's been great. You see it out there with his energy on the bench. He's leading vocally. We obviously miss him, and we can't wait to get him back. But um, he's been very present, and 
same with him and Draymond. Both those guys are coming out and supporting us, and that's what we need from our two leaders. Clay, can a win like this uh, give you guys momentum now heading onto the road? It definitely gives us some momentum. You know, it would have been it would have sucked going on the road with a loss. And I told you guys we're going on a three-game win streak. It just took a little longer than expected. And uh, yeah, it's definitely it feels good. You know, ending the home stand with three straight wins, especially when we got a very tough East Coast trip coming up. I think Clay makes the the key point there at the end. Uh, one from earlier was yeah, it was time to take over for him and Durant. But the key point to me is right there at the end. The fact that you come back, you win the game tonight, and it gives you three in a row going on the road, knowing that at some point on the trip, Curry is going to come back, and then at some point on the trip, he Draymond the Green is going to come back. He caught that on so, the two leaders. He referred to Curry and Dre as the two leaders. And I think that's 100% accurate. Curry is the he, it, this is Curry's franchise. No Curry doubt. is no doubt. the Warriors. Yep. As Kevin Durant has said a couple of times, he is the system. You know, Stephen Curry is the face of this franchise. Draymond Green is the heart spirit, soul. the right. heart and soul. And so it's at, those are the two leaders. Now, Durant and Klay Thompson are still terrific players, but I think you lose something. If you lose the game tonight, Forget about how you want it or what it If you lose this game tonight, you come back and the Magic hit a couple shots late, you miss a couple shots, you end up losing this game by four, Right. let's say. You rally, you lose by four. The whole thing feels different going on the road. The, the game against Portland, the game against Sacramento, all the good vibes, the effort, I think a lot of that is gone. But to get tonight, to get all three, and to get back to 15-7, and seven, knowing that you're going to get – Curry and Draymond Green back at some point on the road. I think that's that's huge. Yeah, and what's huge to me, J.D., is I want to see what the staying power of a win like this in Saturday's win against Sacramento because the last time this Golden State Warrior team was on national TV, they were down 30 points to the, to the Houston Rockets who hadn't hit their stride. So I know Toronto right now sounds like a tall task. Do you think it's too much of me to think is this – can this win propel them to be in that game, or is it going to be about KD and Clay? And even if they're on, Toronto to me is so good that that might not be enough. Would you be disappointed if for some reason or another this this addition of the Warriors couldn't beat Toronto with Chuck, Ernie, and Kenny, and Shaq, and the world watching? If the Warriors have to play the Raptors on Thursday with the team that they played with tonight, it's going to be an incredibly difficult game. Okay. And I, and I would think that they I'm probably lose. I'm looking forward to it. I, 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 I don't know why I feel like this can, like, you know, put put this chapter to rest if Steph were to come back after the game. I don't know when he's coming, but it, it's soon. But if they can go knock down the Raptors, you know, I would not go into lights, that. Look, I, I would be excited. I, I, to me, it's one step at a time. I, I wouldn't look at that game That's on your Thursday. Next step. Yeah. I wouldn't look at that game on Thursday like. The Warriors have to win it if Durant and and Clay Thompson are the the two all stars the and the, the other pride. yeah I mean you could but you know what they wouldn't they wouldn't win a game in Toronto playing the way they played tonight or playing the way they played mm. against Sacramento they might win playing the way they played against Portland where they hit gotcha. seventeen threes Blew you, them out. you you play with energy hit seventeen threes and then maybe you can win at Toronto with just those two guys I think the Warriors are hoping they can get. Uh, Stephen Curry at least back. And Curry didn't rule it out, by the way, before the game, that the possibility that he could play uh, in the game on Thursday. 888 957
888-957-9570. We'll hear from Kevin Durant, and we'll also give you the play of the game coming up next. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Daryl LeGuru Johnson with you from Oracle Arena. We're brought to you by Realtor.com. It's Warriors wrap-up. Warriors win it 116-110 over the Orlando Magic. Uh, we're going to hear from Kevin Durant here coming up in a moment, but let's get to our play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Here comes Augustine, 2 on 0. Augustine handoff, Fournier goes up, rejected by Durant, who hustled back for the block. What a block by KD. Iguodala pulls up, 15-footer good. His first shot of the night makes it 76-60. But what about that chase down block by Durant? That had to be the play of the game tonight, and you can visit Putnam, Cadillac, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV, or visit PutnamGM.com. That was the play that turned the whole thing around, And Guru. don't judge me. I was looking at Kevin Durant, and I thought to myself, he's gassed. And then after, right, as soon as I said that to myself, he just does the uh, the chase down LeBron James block and, and ignited can I call it Roracle tonight? It was loud. It was Roracle from that moment forward. It, it really was. That lit the crowd up. It <laughs> did. Right. It, it that was and to have a star like you said that wasn't having the best night. No. And the Warriors weren't having the best night. And you're down eighteen. Gordon went out the game. You're I down, didn't even know. You're down eighteen wow. to Orlando, and it's an improved Orlando team, no doubt. They came in ten and ten, much like Sacramento here on Saturday. And but to to finish that play. It just it completely changed it. It was 76-58. Warriors go on to outscore Orlando 58-34 from wow. that point. The point of that chase down block. Listen to 95-7 the game tomorrow. It's what, Jim Cozumore's in for Steiny yes, tomorrow it, with you. Yeah. Steiny and Guru Show. Coz in for Steiny. 10-30 tomorrow. Know the play of the game, and you can you can win. And Thursday is the pot 900. I need to stop thinking about it. I'm not able to. Nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred on the Warriors trivia takedown. Dude, nine hundred. That's a car note. We're gonna do that. It rent, but it's car or more. We're gonna do that. What about three fifty? All right, look I at think. you. Three fifty uh, on Thursday uh, on ninety-five-seven. The game. All right, the Kevin Durant block. It one of two blocks Durant had on the night. Yeah. He finishes with forty-nine points, nine assists, six boards, two blocks, forty-nine, two steals. Now, Kevin Durant's going to touch on a lot of interesting things as we hear from KD, but he started by taking everyone through his dagger three that put the Warriors up four with 22 and two-tenths seconds remaining. At that point in the game, you know, he was trying to get the best look. Um, just I try to be in the middle of the floor so I can kind of survey and see where everybody's coming from. I wanted to get in the screen and roll, but... You know, late in the game, you don't want to involve anybody else. It's just you and your man on the island. So, you know, I just tried to make a good decision. He was – hands was down a little bit. He's a long player, so he can contest pretty well. And he still got a good contest, but felt good leaving my hands. I'm glad it went in. Kevin, with all the things that's gone on this month, coming back from an 18-point deficit to win this game tonight, how was this the most satisfying win for you tonight so far in this, during the season? Mm, 
No, nah, I wouldn't say most satisfying. I think, um, I mean, it feels good to close out the, the home stand before we go on the road trip. Uh, I think that's what we preach more so than anything. And all the stuff that happened this month, I mean, that's just felt like so long ago. I think we just moved past that and we're trying to just play good basketball. So we knew how we know how tough it is every single night. This team, Orlando, has been playing great. They beat a good Lakers team at home yesterday. I'm just glad that we stay resilient and we was able to make plays down the stretch um, to win the basketball game on both ends. I think that's what I'm proud of. You mentioned, I think the way you put it was all the stuff that happened this month. Now you guys are on a nice little roll and you might get two of your key components back this week. Do you feel like you guys are on the verge of getting back to where you were at the beginning of this season? Yeah. Um, yeah. Add Steph and Draymond back in there. I mean, you know, definitely, you know, two guys that are champions, all stars, you name it. You know, we definitely miss Steph's, you know, creativity out there, his flow, his energy, his passion for the game. I thought Quinn is doing a great job filling in. Obviously, you know, Quinn is learning a lot from Steph while being here. Um, and I think some of that rubbed off on Quinn while he's in the starting lineup. And he's playing with confidence the same way Steph plays with that confidence. And we need that at that point guard position. Um, and it's going to be only, it's only going to be good for our team when Steph gets back and Quinn, you know, still has that confidence coming off the bench for us. And I think that's going to be key. Um, and Draymond's intensity, you can just tell just looking at him on the bench, he's a caged animal over there. So can't wait to have him back. Uh, but the guys that step up, while those guys been out, you know, they got you got to give them a lot of credit for playing extremely hard every single minute they on the floor. It's only going to give us confidence as a bunch as we move forward. You've taken 30 free throws the last two games. Has it been a concerted effort to try to force yourself to the line? No, I just just playing a game. You know, if I see a matchup, I don't see no help. Uh, I'm trying to get there. I'm not really thinking about, you know, I got to score free throws. I usually just come in the game thinking about making every shot I shoot. You know what you're shooting from the line this season? Yeah, I'm at a high, uh, mid-90. No, 93. Yeah, I'm trying to stay over, over 90 this year. Hopefully my three-point percentage come up too. Kevin, going back to that late-game stuff, as far as being comfortable shooting those shots late in games that's happened the last couple nights and you've obviously done it throughout your career is that something you learn over time or is that something that guys are born with being comfortable in those moments late in games i don't believe you're born with anything you got to just craft that skill you got to craft that your game and just got to uh just feel like i'm i'm relaxing those moments and it's all about just getting the best shot i can get you know if i focus on getting the best shot um from the start of the game to the end of the game, then I feel comfortable, you know, in the fourth quarters and when my team needs me. And uh, so it's all about just getting my best shot throughout the whole game. And, you know, tonight, you know, my, one of my favorite shots came to me at the end and I was able to knock it down. Got a couple of huge blocks, the chase down block and then the block on Vucevic. Take us through those two plays because both of them seem to be big plays. Yeah, um, I turned that rock over so easily. DJ was sitting right there. I know him for last 11 years. I know he's not trying to lay the ball up on the break. He's looking for the assist. So I think that's uh, that's that was the reason I was able to get back into that play because he want to be cute and throw the little left hand wrap around pass, and I caught it at the perfect time. And I think that gave us some energy. I pulled energy into the crowd, which gave us energy on the court. And uh, I seen my teammates jump up, and that just got me excited as well. Oh, and the other block. Uh, that was that was right on the edge right there being a goaltend, but I just wanted to just contest it and just let him know that I'm there if he's driving and um, I'm helping Loon as as much as possible. So that was more so just 
trying to, you know, put that in Vucevic's mind and just watch out. You know, luckily I got my hand on the ball. Kevin, you, you mentioned the rough start shooting the ball to the game. I believe you started out one for six from the floor. Well, what is that like to switch that, to flip that switch, I, sh I should say, uh, you know, to keep shooting and to be confident with your shot no matter what? Talk I about that? Uh, I can't stop shooting um, no matter – I mean, one for six, uh, I could easily get back at one for six. I done started off one for six plenty of nice, and I know how to figure that out, get my rhythm back. Uh, but, on, you know, with this team, you know, we play so fast, and coach relies on me to be aggressive, so I can't hang my head after I, if I start slow. I got to keep pushing, keep pushing. I think, um, you know, ending that quarter, going to one, gave me a lot of confidence, and I was three for nine in that quarter. So, you know, two more shots, I'm right where I need to be, you know, so um, – you know, I try. I wish I could have started better. I had a couple shots. I forced up trying to get fouls, and I think that took me off the rhythm, took me out of my rhythm, took the team out of the rhythm. I got to be better in those situations. But you know, I got to always be aggressive, um, especially if just I start off one for six. I mean, there's a lot of game left, so uh, I just try to try to get to my spots, knock down my shots. Clay had 19 in the fourth quarter. How nice is it to have that kind of help at that point of the game? I mean, I, I felt like Clay, uh, he had 19, he had 10 coming into that quarter. Um, and he was just simmering. He was waiting for his opportunity. And I felt the third quarter was mine to kind of get us back in the game scoring. And I was staying in that pick and roll. And we stayed in transition because of our defense. And, you know, and uh, we was able to, uh, you know, cut that lead pretty quick. And coming back to the bench, everybody kind of knows, you know, um, start that fourth quarter, Clay has to come and be aggressive for us. And he did that times 10. And he was phenomenal tonight. The shots he makes, the defense he plays, he's driving to the rim easily now. Um, he's a stud. He's a stud. Kevin Durant on Clay Thompson found it interesting as well what he had to say about Draymond Green, a caged animal. Can't wait to have him back. Junkyard dog. We talked about it earlier in the show, how Kevin Durant, it, it seemed like, a weight had been lifted off of him when he talked to Chris Haynes and then he met with everybody at shoot-around before the Oklahoma City game. It didn't manifest itself that night, but the last three games, Kevin Durant has been absolutely terrific, and it's helped lead the Warriors to wins over Portland, Sacramento, and tonight Orlando. Yeah, J.D., uh, you're a pretty even-killed guy, but you've known to run hot in your life, I'm sure. Yeah. And it takes a, a week, maybe some days, and then you come back like, you know what, it's not a big deal. I do like the guru. And that's where Kevin Durant, to me, is at. And there's a me, there's a clip going around on, on social media where Kevin Durant's dribbling the ball to shoot that dagger three, and when he made it, Dre's in the background, but he's clapping like he's really clapping for his guy. Yeah. Like there's no tension, and it's just a good look. And I don't expect this to be a bump in the road. And the Western Conference, Clippers aside, did not take advantage of that four-game losing streak the Warriors had. And when they get the reinforcement back, watch out. Well, and I'll tell you another thing, look, that this win tonight does for the Warriors. You look at the Western Conference standings Did right now. Clippers still won. Look at the Western Conference standings right now, and the Golden State Warriors are right there with the Clippers. The Warriors are 15-7. and seven. They've actually played three more games, but the Warriors have two more wins, one more loss. Uh, but as far as the, the winning percentage goes, 
it's the Clippers still have the highest winning shocker. percentage. Yeah. But Denver's got seven losses. Memphis has got seven losses. Oklahoma City's got seven losses. The Warriors obviously have seven losses. Portland's got eight. Lakers have eight. And there's a bunch of teams that have 10, mm. 11 uh, on down the line. But the point being, the Warriors are the elite. Essentially in first place. Gotcha. Even though they've gone through this tough stretch and they without have the Curry throne, and without JD, Draymond right. Green, yeah. and those two guys are coming back at some point. Curry sounds like he's a little bit ahead of where Draymond Green is. Curry could still be back. Curry didn't rule it out that he could come back and on cousins Thursday. Cousins is that Christmas gift under the tree? Yeah, and probably more like a New Year's okay, gift. Okay, look at Probably, probably more right. like a probably more like a first week of January <laughs> uh, kind of a gift. I think it, I gotcha. than than Christmas. Uh, as, as the Warriors, you know, kind of tamp that down a little bit. Uh, but let's look at this road trip because the top two teams in the Eastern Conference, the Warriors are going to face don't on this trip. Don't laugh at the East this year. It's, well, don't laugh at the okay. top of the East All right. this year. Don't laugh at Toronto or Milwaukee or Philadelphia or Boston. Well, although, damn, that's four. Or though Boston, right. you know, no, 11 and 10, but I think they'll get All it together. Right. Five-game trip. The Warriors aren't going to play a home game, Guru, until two weeks from tonight, the We're next not home see this building for a, what twelve days. Next home game for the Warriors. Tim Jordan gave me that. They've played thirteen home games, by the way. That's I'm, a lot. I'm looking at I'm looking at everybody's totals right now. The thirteen is the most That's, in the Western wow. Conference, and it's actually the most in the NBA. Yeah, 13 home games at this point. So the Warriors are going to head out on the road uh, and even that up a little bit. But it's it's a tremendous trip when you look at Toronto on Thursday. Detroit Saturday, then they go down to Atlanta for a game and go. Could up to, be with Steph Curry. Back up to Cleveland. Not quite going to be what it was the last couple. You of and years. I could go and face Cleveland. Cleveland, and then it ends with a nationally televised game against Milwaukee. And Milwaukee is they've slipped a little bit, but they're still fourteen and six. The Warriors owe them one, and the Warriors you could make a case owe them one for Milwaukee coming in and and beating them. Uh, here at Oracle Arena, one of the two home losses uh, for the Warriors. So it should be a fun trip. Get, get your thoughts on the trip. I know you talked about the Toronto game a little bit earlier, but it's going to be a fun trip with the first game and the last game being the headline. Yeah, and I don't want to go Dr. Phil on you, but I just feel like the morale is better with this team knowing that their leader is on his way back. When, I, we don't have the exact date, but it sounds like we all know the Bay Area can rest assured that Steph Curry is on his way back, and they've weathered the storm. If you even want to call this trauma a storm. And to see Draymond demonstrative on the bench when KD hit that dagger, there is no doubt, John Dickinson, that this team is about to take out what's ailed them the last two to three weeks starting in Los Angeles uh, uh, you know, versus the Clippers, and the league's in trouble, and I'll be redundant. The Western Conference did not take advantage of of that four-game losing streak and the Warriors being in somewhat disarray. So, to me, this road trip, I don't want to call it redemption, but they're going to toy with some teams and make them pay. And the Warriors have played well. And, look, it remains to be seen who's going to be playing who's not in Toronto, but the Warriors the last few years have actually played very well in Toronto. There's Toronto's a really, good team now. been some really good right. games. I know it's a different version of the Warriors. It's a different version of Toronto, but Toronto's playing – Excellent basketball with Kawhi Leonard, 17-4. and four. They're 9-2 and two at home. That's going to be a fun game. And, again, at the end of that trip, uh, the maybe a uh, potential payback situation for the Warriors. Warriors overcame an 18-point deficit tonight. They scored 58 points from the moment that Durant 
yeah. chased down Fournier. They had 58. KD had 26 of the 58. He had, they had 58, and then they scored wow. 58 wow. in the final 17 minutes and, and 35 seconds Amazing. of the game to outscore Orlando by 24. But the 18-point deficit, uh, that's the, the largest deficit they've overcome to win this year, was 16 before the game in Utah where Jarebko had the tip in uh, to win that Clay's game Clay's 19 in the fourth. 19 in the fourth for Clay Thompson. The Warriors, that's the third time they've won when they've trailed by 10 or more. Last year, the Warriors won 16 games after they trailed by double digits. Seven of those were when they trailed by 15 or more. So it just goes to show Warriors never out of a game, even on a night where they're shorthanded, uh, and even uh, and especially on a night uh, in this building. Durant and Clay Thompson, 78 points combined. I love it. Third time they've combined for 70-plus points in the same game. Warriors 3-0 and when that happens, and the Warriors needed every bit of the 78 points that Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant combined for tonight. Uh, and again, we mentioned the Warriors are getting healthier. Stephen Curry, Draymond Green coming back at some point. The hope Draymond Green will be available at some point on this trip, although, as we mentioned, he's behind Curry what about McKinney? at this point. I know we've got the updates on Curry and, and Dre. What about young McKinney? Yeah, it's, it's I, been a while. It's been a while, but I think it's it, – it's probably going to take some time, and I think you know he's he's at a point. I know Steiny was joking about well, he better he hurry better back. he better yeah. hurry back. But look, I think there's a place on this team for Alfonso no McKinney, and I think we've seen it with the way that you know they've played shorthanded, and, and maybe you know they could use another wing right now. I think uh, to help to help spell them in in terms of time uh, overall. Uh, so I, I think they're getting healthier. That's a good thing at this stage of the season and, and they're in a position where they can, you know, kind of put their put their imprint on things. They've they've survived. I, can't I think wait that's to the Thursday. biggest takeaway. And that national televised game because again, that last one they got embarrassed in Houston, that doesn't happen often. And I think this team is going to remember that. They've survived. And that I think that's what tonight's win really does for them. They're fifteen and seven. They're right up there among the best of the best in the Western Conference. Look, there's only two teams in the Eastern Conference that have fewer losses than the Warriors do right now. Wow. And it's Toronto with four. You so, going parody it, on me. And in it's the Milwaukee. NBA early. So okay. it's the two teams they're going to face at the beginning and the end of that trip. Uh, it remains to be seen whether Curry will play. Draymond Green expected back at some point. That's going to do it for us. want to thank everybody involved with the program tonight for Tim Jordan setting us up out here at Oracle Arena in the Crown Royal Club. Lucas Alexander, Alex Scott, tremendous job by them for Daryl Guru-Johnson and Matt Steinmetz, who was on Warriors Live tonight. I'm John Dickinson. I'll be back Thursday, actually. I'm going to be in for you, Guru. Yes, sir. On Thursday uh, with Matt Steinmetz before and after. Big shoes to fill, The Raptors, huge shoes to fill (laughs) before the Raptors uh, and the Warriors go at it from north of the border. And then I'm going to be with you on Saturday as well when the Warriors take on the Detroit Pistons in game two of that five-game road trip. Warriors win it 116-110, and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game.